Hello, this is Adrian Hendricks and Jerry Hendricks from Save One More Now Incorporated, where our focus is to lovingly confront all activities that dishonor human life created in the image of God. There is no greater dishonor to God in human life than to reject his eternal salvation only available through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us. Today, it is our honor to present the Word of God. We pray that this message will minister to each of you as you allow the Holy Spirit to do in your hearts what only He can do. We have the assurance at Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 through 11, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways, says Yahweh. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from the sky, and doesn't return there, but waters the earth, and makes it grow and bud, and gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, but will accomplish that which I please, and it will prosper in the thing I sent it to do. GodQuestions.org makes this introduction to 2 Timothy. In prison in Rome, yet again, the Apostle Paul felt lonely and abandoned. Paul recognized that his earthly life was likely coming to an end soon. The book of 2 Timothy is essentially Paul's last words. Paul looked past his own circumstances to express concern for the churches and specifically for Timothy. Paul wanted to use his last words to encourage Timothy and all other believers to persevere in faith as we read at 2 Timothy 3 verses 14 and 15. But you remain in the things which you have learned and have been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. From infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, as written at 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1-4. through 4. I command you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be urgent in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all patience and teaching, for the time will come when they will not listen to the sound doctrine, but, having itching ears, will heap up for themselves teachers after their own lusts, and will turn away their ears from the truth and turn away to fables. Please join us as we present the book of 2 Timothy. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God, according to the promise of the life which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my beloved child, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God, whom I serve as my forefathers did with a pure conscience. How unceasing is my memory of you and my petitions night and day, longing to see you, remembering your tears, that I may be filled with joy, having been reminded of the sincere faith that is in you, which lived first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded in you also. For this cause I remind you that you should stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. 
Therefore don't be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but endure hardship for the good news according to the power of God, who saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before times eternal but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the good news. For this I was appointed as a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this cause I also suffer these things. Yet I am not ashamed, for I know him whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to guard that which I have committed to him against that day. Hold the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed to you guard through the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. This you know, that all who are in Asia turned away from me, of whom are Phygelus and Hermogenes. May the Lord grant mercy to the house of Onesephorus, for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. But when he was in Rome, he sought me diligently and found me. The Lord grant to him to find the Lord's mercy in that day. And in how many things he served at Ephesus, you know very well. Chapter 2 You therefore, my child, be strengthened in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The things which you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit the same to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier on duty entangles himself in the affairs of life, that he may please him who enrolled him as a soldier. Also, if anyone competes in athletics, he isn't crowned unless he has competed by the rules. The farmer who labors must be first to get a share of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, of the offspring of David, according to my good news, in which I suffer hardship to the point of chains as a criminal, but God's word isn't chained. Therefore I endure all things for the chosen one's sake, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This saying is trustworthy, for if we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he can't deny himself. Remind them of these things, charging them in the sight of the Lord that they don't argue about words to no profit, to the subverting of those who hear. Give diligence to present yourself approved by God, a workman who doesn't need to be ashamed, properly handling the word of truth. But shun empty chatter, for it will go further in ungodliness, and those words will consume like gangrene, of whom is Hymenaeus and Philetus, men who have erred concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection is already past and overthrowing the faith of some. However, God's firm foundation stands, having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from unrighteousness. Now, in a large house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of clay. Some are for honor and some for dishonor. If anyone therefore purges himself from these, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and suitable for the master's use, prepared for every good work. Flee from youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, 
love, and peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart, but refuse foolish and ignorant questionings, knowing that they generate strife. The Lord's servant must not quarrel, but be gentle towards all, able to teach, patient, in gentleness correcting those who oppose him. Perhaps God may give them repentance leading to a full knowledge of the truth, and they may recover themselves out of the devil's snare, having been taken captive by him to his will. Chapter 3 But know this, that in the last days grievous times will come, for men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, fierce, not lovers of good, traitors, headstrong, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding a form of godliness but having denied its power. Turn away from these also, for some of these are people who creep into houses and take captive gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Even as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so do these also oppose the truth. Men corrupted in mind, who concerning the faith are rejected, but they will proceed no further, for their folly will be evident to all men as theirs also came to be. But you did follow my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, steadfastness, persecutions, and sufferings, those things that happened to me at Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra. I endured those persecutions. The Lord delivered me out of them all. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you remain in the things which you have learned and have been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. From infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Every scripture is God-breathed and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction and righteousness, that each person who belongs to God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Chapter 4 I command you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be urgent in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all patience and teaching. For the time will come when they will not listen to the sound doctrine, but having itching ears, will heap up for themselves teachers after their own lusts, and will turn away their ears from the truth, and turn away to fables. But you be sober in all things, suffer hardship, do the work of an evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. For I am already being offered, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the course, I have kept the faith. From now on, there is stored up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to those who have loved his appearing. Be diligent to come to me soon. For Demas left me, having loved this present world, and went to Thessalonica, Crescens to Galatia, and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for service. But I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. 
Bring the cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus when you come, and the books, especially the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did much evil to me. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds, of whom you also must beware, for he greatly opposed our words. At my first defense, no one came to help me, but all left me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me, that through me the message might be fully proclaimed, and that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work, and will preserve me for his heavenly kingdom, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet Prisca and Aquila, and the house of Onesiphorus. Erastus remained at Corinth, but I left Trophimus at Miletus sick. Be diligent to come before winter. Eubulus salutes you, as do Pudens, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers. The Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Grace be with you. Amen. We find this introduction to the book of Titus at gotquestions.org. The epistle to Titus is known as one of the pastoral epistles, as are the two letters to Timothy. This epistle was written by the Apostle Paul to encourage his brother in the faith, Titus, whom he had left in Crete to lead the church which Paul had established on one of his missionary journeys at Titus chapter 1 verse 5. This letter advises Titus regarding what qualifications to look for in leaders for the church. He also warns Titus of the reputations of those living on the island of Crete at Titus chapter 1 verse 12. In addition to instructing Titus in what to look for in a leader of the church, Paul also encouraged Titus to return to Nicopolis for a visit. In other words, Paul continued to disciple Titus and others as they grew in the grace of the Lord at Titus chapter 3 verse 13. It is now our pleasure to present to you the book of Titus. Chapter 1 Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's chosen ones and the knowledge of the truth which is according to godliness and hope of eternal life which God who can't lie promised before time began but in his own time revealed his word and the message with which I was entrusted according to the commandment of God our Savior to Titus my true child according to a common faith grace mercy and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. I left you in Crete for this reason, that you would set in order the things that were lacking and appoint elders in every city as I directed you. If anyone is blameless, the husband of one wife, having children who believe, who were not accused of loose or unruly behavior. For the overseer must be blameless as God's steward, not self-pleasing, not easily angered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for dishonest gain, but given to hospitality, a lover of good, sober-minded, fair, holy, self-controlled, holding to the faithful word which is according to the teaching, that he may be able to exhort in the sound doctrine and to convict those who contradict him. For there are also many unruly men, vain talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped, men who overthrow whole houses, teaching things which they ought not for dishonest gain's sake. One of them, a prophet of their own, said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, and idle gluttons. 
This testimony is true. For this cause, reprove them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith, not paying attention to Jewish fables and commandments of men who turn away from the truth. To the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but both their mind and their conscience are defiled. They profess that they know God, but by their deeds they deny Him, being abominable, disobedient, and unfit for any good work. Chapter 2 But say the things which fit sound doctrine, that older men should be temperate, sensible, sober-minded, sound in faith, in love, and in perseverance, and that older women likewise be reverent in behavior, not slanderers nor enslaved to much wine, teachers of that which is good, that they may train the young wives to love their husbands, to love their children, to be sober-minded, chaste, workers at home, kind, being in subjection to their own husbands, that God's word may not be blasphemed. Likewise, exhort the younger men to be sober-minded, in all things showing yourself an example of good works, in your teaching showing integrity, seriousness, incorruptibility, and soundness of speech that can't be condemned, that he who opposes you may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say about us. Exhort servants to be in subjection to their own masters, and to be well-pleasing in all things, not contradicting, not stealing, but showing all good fidelity, that they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. But the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men, instructing us to the intent that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we would live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age, looking for the blessed hope and appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify for himself a people for his own possession, zealous for good works. Say these things and exhort and reprove with all authority. Let no man despise you. Chapter 3 Remind them to be in subjection to rulers and to authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, not to be contentious, to be gentle, showing all humility toward all men. For we were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness of God our Savior and His love toward mankind appeared, not by works of righteousness which we did ourselves, but according to His mercy, He saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by His grace, we might be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This saying is faithful. And concerning these things, I desire that you affirm confidently so that those who have believed God may be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men, but shun foolish questionings, genealogies, strife, and disputes about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. Avoid a factious man after a first and second warning, knowing that such a one is perverted in sins, being self-condemned. When I send Artemis to you, or Tychicus, be diligent to come to me, to Nicopolis, for I have determined to winter there. 
Send Zenas the lawyer and Apollos on their journey speedily, that nothing may be lacking for them. Let our people also learn to maintain good works for necessary uses, that they may not be unfruitful. All who are with me greet you. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. We at Save One More Now Incorporated encourage all listeners to seek the Lord for his calling on your life. If you faithfully spend time with him throughout the day, you will come to know without a doubt that he really loves you and he has a purpose for your being here. We can be reached by email at truelife at saveonemorenow.org or our telephone number in the United States, 850-727-0493. We look forward to joining you next week and ask you to remember, Life life is good. God God gives life. God God is good.